Hey guys, LD here. This is our Slap Nuts episode. And just to let you know, we do use some coarse language and there is some suggestive material. So listener discretion is advised. You're digging the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast with LD, Will the Thrill, and TJ2. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Rock and Roll Heaven, the podcast where we talk about the lives, careers, and deaths of famous musicians. I am your host, LD, along with me for the ride, as always, is Will the Thrill. Wait a second, you're not being played by Le- Natasha Leone this evening? I'm not. I actually oh. feel like sort of a human again. Wow. Well, here's yeah. to that. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. back, everybody. Yeah. And then my brother from the exact same mother, Mr. TJ2, the deuce. Oh, are we at work? Are we at work? Sounds like we're at work. We we're at be. work. And He's work. like, this is Bojangles iced tea. <laughs> iced tea. I'm doing the air. Coffee and tea. Getting that ca- caffeine. Hot and cold, y'all. Woot woot. Giggity. All right. So I think we had another one of those wonderful weeks where we don't have to talk about anybody who's passing. Is this correct? Yeah. Other than what happened to like Barry White's cousin that did the show with us last week. Oh, <laughs> She's gone. I'm sorry. She She's left uh, the building. Yeah. Well, then we might want to mention her. Yeah. R.I.P. That is a passing, yeah. <laughs> it was really great when the editor, we have a, a wonderful editor named Michael, and he texts me back and he's like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so could you tell I was sick? <laughs> That's charitable, Mr. Editor Man. Yes. It sounded like a bullfrog that smokes unfiltered luckies. Yeah. Like Michigan was... J frog on a bender. Imagine how I felt. If that's how I sounded, imagine how I felt. Yeah. I've still got like the sniffles, but I'm feeling like 89% right now. So I think, you know, like two more good nights of sleep and I'll be 100% ready to go, which is exciting because now I'm working on American Idol. Yeah. That's the name of the show. Yeah. So if you are are between the ages of 15 and 28, Anywhere in the continental United States and Alaska and Hawaii and I think parts of Canada, you can actually audition to be on American Idol. So if you want to do that, you can reach out to me at lindley.erlich at americanidol.com and I'll put that email in the show notes along with all our other contact info. But yep, the Idol train is starting to roll again and I'm very excited. So I think right now is a perfect time to take our first sponsor break and we will be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we're back. So, T, do you care to explain to the lovely folks at home what we are doing this week? I do, but first, I have an announcement I need to share. Oh, what is it? Because our episodes generally drop Sunday afternoon and sometimes evening. This is probably the last opportunity I'll have to tell you that very tentatively, next Sunday, so I guess July 2nd, is when my segment on the CBS Sunday morning show is slated to air. 
And who was that interview with? That's when I was interviewed by Ted Koppel. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Even though you're a jerk, it was I'm proud of you. And I can't tell you how, dumb jerk. how, what a relief it was because the, the interview was done outside and it was atypically warm for March, which is when this was recorded. So I was putting on a, you know, coat and tie because I mean, I was going to be on TV and meeting Ted Koppel and his producer called me and said, Hey, just wanted to you know, call, make sure you're two o'clock still good. Yep. Yep. I'll be there at two o'clock. Okay. We did not discuss attire. I said, Oh, Hey, look, don't worry. Mom raised me right. Coat and tie. She was like, uh, Ted's wearing jeans. So no, don't wear a tie. <laughs> so that was a relief because I really don't like wearing them anyway. He's Ted Koppel. He can wear what he wants. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. Yeah. So CBS Sunday morning, I think it airs 9 to 1030. I don't know the exact time there that it's going to air. Nice. But again, the most humorous part for me was when they did and I asked him about when they thought it might air. And they said, you know, probably the week before or the week after the piece we're doing on uh, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know me, Henry Kissinger. That's about even about even keel. Could flip-flop those two, yeah. But anyway, so uh, yeah, check me out, guys. Well, do you want to tell people what you're talking about? So I did. I took part in a collaboration with another news organization for a couple of very large stories about statewide corruption in South Carolina. So apparently that he's still a fan of good journalism. And I guess this the, the piece that we did. So why did he reach awards, out to you? The what? I <laughs> said, so then why did he reach out to you? <laughs> I guess you, you want to get both ends of the spectrum. You want to get people to know what they're doing and then like hacks that are just who you expose to make look terrible. But the piece we did won a bunch of state awards and one actually won a national awards too. So his producer saw that, knows that Ted is still a fan of journalism. You know, he's been in it for, you know, I guess 60 years or, or so at this point. Sent it to him and said, hey, check, check this out. This this collaboration these organizations did looks like something you might like. And he hit her back within a couple of hours and said, yeah, let's do it. So that's how that worked out. <laughs> Wow. So, but then he asked me about That's... that in particular, but gen some general questions about journalism and some really a couple of funny stories. Apparently, I don't want to tip too much because I don't want to know if they put this in there or not, but he got like two letters like the day after the first time he hosted Nightline. And basically one said, you're a wonderful addition to the ABC news team. Keep up the good work. And another one said, you completely suck ass. <laughs> And he hung <laughs> up on the level, left him there forever. That's awesome. All right. Well, what are we talking about? Other than my brother's huge news. Yes, yes. And and, and, by, and by the way, just for those who are interested, very cool guy he was. Very much so. Very funny. Uh, it was it was great to talk to him. So today we are taking a break from our epic on Waylon Jennings. We'll get back to that next week. But this is a slap nut, slap nut. Slap So because we're now in, I guess, wedding season yes we are or rabbit season or duck season whichever one of my 500 jobs is working as a wedding videographer right and so i've spent a lot of time doing so, weddings because with that in mind ld suggested we go with some wedding themed topics so we're doing songs you should not have played at your wedding and i had yep. some fun with that songs that are overplayed at weddings and i had some fun with that too and then we went with milestone songs, and that's the topic I thought of. Basically, we're going to run down what was the number one song the day we were born, the day we became a teenager, the day we graduated from high school, when we did the nasty for the first time. Is that what? No, I that did not. not that was not part. Nope, not that, that was one. not on there. Dang it, my married, brother! Stop when we got it. married, songs that were number one on big milestone days, including when we all got married, which plays into this theme, of course. So that's uh, that's what we're doing. Yes. Well, nice. perfect. So, what do you guys want to start with? Maybe do the overplayed wedding songs. Okay. So I will go, I will go last because I'm going to be playing my song from that because, you know, we haven't heard it enough times. Okay. <laughs> so uh, TJ, why don't you take the, the reins on this one? Okay. And luck would have it. I actually went to a wedding on Saturday. I saw the pictures of Sully. There were a few of these that showed up, including my number one. Just two quick honorable mentions. Folks, it's it's well past time that we stop playing Smack My Bitch Up at weddings. It's just, <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's overly okay. sentimental. Okay. I mean, I know <laughs> it, it seems appropriate and, and everything, but it's just, it's 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 overdone. Just let it go. My other honorable mention, only mentioning because it was played at your wedding, and that would be the time of my life. And I'm only putting it because you made me do some silly dance to it. You shut your mouth. That was amazing. I know what let's do. Let's take my highly uncoordinated brother and have him dance. Okay, number one, mom was the one that wanted to teach everybody how to dance, okay? Mom, not me, mom. So blame mom. Uh, let's have the big tall, we'll have the big tall goofy white guy come out and do a 
orchestrated dance number. That'll go well. <laughs> okay. As for my actual top five, I'm going to throw out uh, My Heart Will Go On. Heard that a few times. Mm. Okay. And then here's the thing, because I know that our show is not exactly what we'd call like evergreen with the topics that we cover on our slap nuts. But I have heard that song so many times in the last three days because of what's happening right right now. So if you guys don't know, there is a submersible that was lost in the Atlantic Ocean that was doing a dive to the Titanic site. As we're recording it, they're still looking for it. So I'm so pissed at just everyone on my Facebook that made jokes about it because, you know, there's nothing funny about losing a life. And for, you know, my friends that thought it was funny, we got to chat because that's not something you joke about. And to that, I say, how do you find the prospect of being two miles below the ocean surface running out of air? Does that sound funny to you? I don't care how much money you have. I, I don't care what people, other people do with their money. I don't. If this were a group of Girl Scouts that were at Girl Scout camp and they were, you know, the prospect of dying, it would be the same thing for me because it's a loss of life. Right. And that actually did happen in like the 70s. But like just because they have money, all of a sudden it's, you know, cannon fodder for your jokes and your stupid memes. No, grow up. It's human life. I sorry. I get super pissy when people just make light of you know, something yeah. like this. Yeah. Well, how me... much how much money somebody had doesn't uh, equate to the value of their life. So it just exactly. be nice. Correct. Uh, that, that's all I was Also, saying. you don't know what they're doing with their money. Like, yeah, he might just, you know, you know they might be paying $250,000 to go to the Titanic, but they also might be giving a quarter of a million to research, you know, cancer or donate it to other, you know, important research yes, they, or whatever they make we a million don't dollars know what they... soup kitchens so eh, just, just yeah eh, just you don't know dick. okay uh number four that song i'm yours i could do without hearing that again oh jason moraz oh yeah yes that's you know i like the song <laughs> it is the 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 pixie girl of music it really is <laughs> you're just mad that he's hawaiian no i just didn't music never did it for me yeah. i was always more in the jack johnson fan but anyway Fair enough. Number three is one I don't hear a whole lot anymore, but I used to hear it at like every wedding I went to. And that would be I Swear by John Michael Montgomery. Oh, my God. Oh, and yeah, by the way, I think Jack Johnson's actually Hawaiian, not Jason Mraz. Anyway, I digress. Yes, Boys to Men. Wait, did you say Boys to Men? It was John Michael Montgomery, I swear. But it was also, I think it was covered by R&B vocal group. Was it like All for One or somebody? Was it the Tony Rich Project? It was was not the Tony Rich Project. It's totally the Tony Rich Project. It was not the Tony Rich Project. I love (laughs) He's from South Carolina. Yes, he is. There's a road named after him in Granville. Yeah, very comically. I was at a wedding on one occasion, and and this is mid-90s, so this is right after, you know, this this song was such a huge hit. They had one of the groomsmen walk over during the service, not not at the reception, like like during the service in the church. This, this groomsman walks over and starts swinging, singing. Oh, I swear. And he was really leaning into it. It was so terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, and I was Lord. like, I don't want to laugh at these people's wedding, but I'm pretty close to doing that. Mm. Number two, All the Single Ladies by Beyonce. It's just it, you saying yeah, it yeah. is really funny. Well, it's funny. What's funny is a lot of times they play it before the, you know, the throwing of the bouquet or whatever as a way yeah, to, it's like, hey, all, all you single ladies, it's time for you to come over and get your, your chance at the old brass ring here or gold ring, I guess. And there's always like, there's always some girl named like Melba who smells like cat food and ass and has hairy toes. That's going to box everybody out like friggin' Dennis Rodman. And come down with that. Sound like she's a hobbit okay. or something. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> cat food and ass. A, a least, a less successful than that to be on candle. I'll have you know. Yes, and number one for me, I've, and you can put lump all these into a box: the cha cha slide, the electric slide, the chicken dance, the boot scooting boogie. <laughs> Like, There's I don't, nothing wrong with a boot scoot and boogie. I don't, I don't like line dances. Mm. Now, basically, anything that's going to get a bunch of drunk chicks out there shaking their ass, I mean, I can't be like 100% against it. But I'm just, the, the songs are very ever played. None of them are very good. Let's let's come up with something else, huh? You know what? Somebody else record another silly wedding dance song. Let's all do the funky wah-wah. Okay, cool. 
put out the funky wah-wah and we'll do that instead. But <laughs> cha-cha slide, electric slides, just tired of them. I wish the get down would get more play at weddings. I think that'd be a lot of fun. The get down's great. Yeah, Blanco the get Brown, down's man. so much fun. Exactly. I think it could, that's what I'm saying is it could TJ replace those songs and I want to give it that platform. If it had come out before we got married, I'm sure we would have played it at our wedding because it's oh, a good yeah, song. Absolutely. If you yeah. guys don't know what the get down is, maybe that'll be our Look end it up. song. That'll be our end song. You should you should listen yeah. to the get down. The get down is a the great dance. song. <laughs> All right. So what are your overplayed songs, Mr. Will? All right. I figured I'd start this list by having everyone hate me immediately. Last dance, Donna Summer. Yeah. Uh... I will give it a three decade pass. Okay. I'll be generous. Four decades. But you're telling me that since 1978, we can't find another way to close out a wedding, guys. I love Donna Summer. And again, this is a reflection of the song, not the artist as a whole. But come on, people. We've had a long time to find ways to close out a major event. Let's get creative, not lean on these crutches. Don't use closing time either, because that's actually not about what you think it's about. Not at all, no. So yeah, let's let's come up with something else. So if you're getting married out there, be creative, be creative. My next one is Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Now, there's a song. I'm going to say this. If it's on your list, I'm going to cut you. Okay. What was that last one, Will? Uh, Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. Okay. If the bride is not brown eyed, don't play it. She's going to be a Even if she is, it's just, it's done. And it's it's done without cause, too. It's just thrown into every wedding playlist. I don't know why. Because people know the words. It's just like Sweet Caroline. Like, you get drunk and you're like, bum, bum. And it's (laughs) That's true. You feel bonded to these people. Next, I'm going to go with Happy by Pharrell. I like Happy. <laughs> uh, it's 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 overdone in a lot of ways. Weddings are just one corner of the world where it gets a lot of play. Again, is it the worst song ever? No, but it's, it's yeah, again, we can do better. Next one, I Will Survive. There's no reason to play that at a wedding. It's about a failed relationship. Yeah. Why would you do that? It could actually make the other list that we're going to do. And again, reflection on the song, not the artist. But yeah, it could make our other list of inappropriate songs because you're talking about how a relationship almost destroyed you and you got over it. But happy wedding? I don't think so. And my number one, because I just think this song is so bland and so boring and everyone was using it for a while, was Christine Perry's 1000 Years. Oh, that's where I'm cutting you right there. You're cutting no, me. That is my no, no. <laughs> that is on my list. You will. Okay. Nope. You take it back. I get that song. I get that song. Okay, so I will swap that one out. Let's go with Bruno Mars, Marry You. It's cute. I think it had its place. It's about having a flippant relationship. Yes. Like, if you actually listen to the words of these songs, a lot of them are not as romantic as you think they are because, number one, like, the police, I'll be watching you, that's creepy. Uh, Save it on my love for you, Whitney Houston. (laughs) That's about an affair. Listen to the words of the song before you use them at your wedding. Marry You is about having a fickle relationship. It's a beautiful night. I'm looking for something dumb to do. Dumb hey, to baby, do, yeah. I think I want to marry you. You think I that think. you want to marry her, and it's a dumb thing to do. Pay attention. So that's my list. Okay, great. All right, and then I guess it's my turn. You're up. I'm going to go with A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Interesting. Why did you select that one? Okay, so. I bet no one else thought of that. Totally genius. Yeah, yeah. it's like hearing it for the first time. A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. I have edited 30 weddings in my life, probably. And every single one of those weddings had some version of A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. And I have to listen to that song at least 10 to 35 times during the editing. As hearts beat that or if it's vitamin string or whatever the vitamin g <laughs> string quartets or the piano guy i don't care i'm so tired of that melody stop it you can find a better song that talks about being with someone for the rest of your life it's also uninteresting like vocally i mean the melody is really pretty when you hear it for like the first 150 times but and it then it anything... just starts to grate yeah. on you <laughs> it doesn't do anything innovative it's just kind of there yeah my next one is i think this kind of goes into TJ was saying was like you're lumping them all together. I'm going to go with YMCA Mm. as one of my overplayed songs. Yeah. Basically anything by Ed Sheeran, but specifically perfect and thinking out loud. Like those two. I think thinking out loud is a very charming song. It's charming, but it's overplayed. Remember, this is this is my you're in my hood now. You are you are in my neighborhood. I know the streets. I've walked them a hundred times. Overplayed songs at weddings is kind of my literal jam. And yeah, Thinking Out Loud is very popular. All of me. 
John Legend. Mm. Just I've heard it so many times. And the thing is that there are two big dances, okay? It's bride and the groom together and then the, the bride and the groom with their parents, okay? Butterfly Kisses. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved her oh. first. So those two songs I have heard so many times. And also, here's a thing. If somebody is looking to get married and they're planning out their dances, if you dance with your parent and you get tired of doing it, just give them a hug and the DJ will fade the song out. And me and my dad, my me and Will's wedding, my dad goes, I'm going to swing you around a couple times and then I'm going to hug you because I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> I don't want to do it either. He was like, good. And so we went through like verse and a chorus, I think. And then he just gave me a hug and then we walked. Yep. And then the DJ takes his, takes his cue and just uh, fades it out and then starts playing something else. If you have a good DJ, if not, you'll be stuck there forever till the song ends. They don't know what to do. But are we playing one from that or is that concluded? Yeah, this is, this is going to be mine. I've got two more. I'm going to let you guys decide because one's an upbeat and one is a slower, more romantic song. These are the two songs that I think are overplayed at weddings. My first one is I Got a Feeling" by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> or I can play Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Mm. It's your choice. If you're giving me the choice to play the Black Eyed Peas or Elvis, that's not really, it, it's really not a choice. But my answer would be fairly obvious. Okay, so Black Eyed Peas it is. <laughs> Someone left a cake out Stop in it. the rain. Look, here we go. Elvis Presley. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you And we're back. All right. That was our top five lists of most overplayed songs at a wedding. I just want to add one thing, and that is that if you're looking at your wedding playlist, you know, look for some staples, things that are not overplayed. A great example is A Love Like Yours, Don't Come Knocking Every Day by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yay! 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 Woo! Yay! Woo! Yay! 
All right, Tom, why can't you just do us a favor and take it away? Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tom McGuinness, and that was your federally mandated Man for Man reference of the podcast. I hope you are satisfied. Every time, Tom. Every time. Absolutely. And interestingly, either our next Waylon episode or the one after that, Elvis makes an appearance. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It doesn't shock yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked. All right. So why don't we keep with the wedding theme and let's do inappropriate wedding songs. And um, I, w- I will explain what we mean by inappropriate wedding songs. This is I'm, one. I'm going to bet you I took a different tack than you did, but go ahead. I, the way I picked it out was songs that you don't want to walk down the aisle to because grandma's there. Or you love the person that you're with, you know, or a combination of both. So, I, well, you know, the way that most people would take that is, well, these are probably songs that people play at their weddings that they shouldn't like every breath you take, like saving all my love for you, things like that. That's not that's not the tact mm-hmm. I took at all. I just took what would be the dumbest, craziest, most inappropriate thing to be playing when a bride was walking down the aisle. That's that's the OK. Tact now, I see, took. that's the same. That's the same yeah. road I took. That's that's exactly the same. I think we all took the same road. Okay, so I guess I will. You know, I'll kick this off. I'll kick this party in the mouth. All right. I'm going to start with another Elvis Presley song, which is Suspicious Minds. Yeah, I don't feel like hilarious. I don't feel like you should walk down the aisle to that. Suspicious. We're caught in the trap. (laughs) I can't walk walk out. My next one up is Gold Digger. Either version. Well done. (laughs) By Kanye West. (laughs) Probably, especially if um... the bride didn't pick the song. If the mother-in-law is the one that picked the playlist, I think you might be in trouble. At, at some point, at some point, it's so funny to say that one of my cousins took Ashley's phone and put the not radio edited version of Gold Digger as her ringtone. I remember this. And, it, and, I know, I and it she got a phone call during church. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. And the ringer's still on and everything. God, I remember that story and I have not laughed that hard in a while. Because if you guys don't know, TJ's beautiful wife is like if saccharin became a human. She is so perfect and pure. <laughs> and she's like the sweetest person in the world. Like she is untouched, uncorruptible. Like she's perfect. And to have that on Which her makes phone, the whole being married to me thing a little suspect, but you know, whatever. It really is. She might not be from this planet because she, she's so perfect and she married you. So I think she might be an alien. She might not understand the person that you are. Moving on, Bootylicious. Yeah. It's hard to incorporate that one. Uh. <laughs> just I, also, we just apparently the took the same tact, although I didn't pick that one in particular. The same general theme, but we'll get there. I feel like I know what maybe is coming up. <laughs> the one that I feel like no one should ever pick is... Escape, Pina Colada song, for a couple reasons. That song sucks. Oh, man. Not funny. It sucks. I I hate it. I hate everything about it. It's the worst thing ever. Rupert Holmes, no. <laughs> and like then I rolled up newspaper, no, no. <laughs> then I chose Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Yeah. Here's my here's my trump card. WAP by Cardi B and Megan Stack. Yeah, it's definitely hard to get that one into a wedding lineup and it just, uh, have it fit. Could you just imagine, like, you know, the cute little flower girls come out and they're, you know, throwing their little flowers. And then, you know, your mom gets escorted in and then all the brides come in and then, like, the doors close and open back up and it's wet ass pussy. <laughs> and I'm just getting and, 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 and in my mind, the bride walks to the front before it starts playing and then it starts playing and then she hikes her dress up and twerks and yes that is the most inappropriate song oh boy and if you're playing it in the church i don't think you belong to that church anymore you, you may be asked to leave yeah you might be asked to not be a member anymore and then my final one is gloria ganger gloria gainer i will survive again oh, gloria again again green what did you say I have no idea at this point. I, I I need sleep. I just don't know if walking down the aisle, looking into the eyes of the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, and you hear him, go now, go, walk out the door, just turn around now, because you're not welcome anymore. It doesn't have place at weddings, I don't think. It doesn't really have a spot. Yeah, no. Yeah. So that's my list of the most inappropriate songs to play at weddings. Now, I had a list of about 60, and I narrowed it down to that. So Yeah. 
Same. Same Z's. Same Z's. Twins. Okay. I think the end by the doors would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? Here's the sad fact. Okay. Sad fact. Sad oh. fact. Every time I hear that song now, all I can think about is the Twilight Zone, the movie. Mm. All the more reason not to yeah. play it at your wedding. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what would really set the um, you know what would really set the tone for our nuptials is a depressing twelve minute dirge. Yes, to kick off our wedding. Yeah, uh, I just pictured the doors of the church open. This is the end. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this actually happened at a wedding I attended to. It wasn't in the wedding, but it was the first dance for the bride and groom, and that is still haven't found what I'm looking for by you uh, two. I'm not exaggerating. Wait, whose wedding was that? I vaguely remember this. I I will tell you off episode. It is one you attended though. Okay, so it did it did happen with me. Yes, it was their okay. first dance. I'm not joking. I, and our our other friends got married. And their first dance was to the Mountain Goats. No children. No children. Which, yep. if you know the song, wow. <laughs> yep. And then we used that song at our wedding too because it was funny. Did that? Did it not occur to them that they were basically saying, "Hopefully, we'll find someone better later. You'll do for now." Uh, the marriage didn't last, for what it's worth. Yes, but <laughs> hey. In the words of Bruce Springsteen, "You're not a beauty, but hey, you're all right." <laughs> well, the Mountain Goat song says, I am drowning. There's no sign of land. You are, you are coming, coming down, down with, with me. me, hand in unlovable hand, and I hope you die. I love the Mountain Goats. Yeah. Uh, it's only anyway. one dude. I just found this out. It's just one guy. Yeah, it's just one dude. My number three is actually Lips of an Angel by Hinder. What a lovely song about infidelity, folks. Do not use it at all. Anywhere near your wedding. <laughs> it does not belong. Um, I was toggling on my number two choice because I feel like this band, except for maybe two songs, their catalog is entirely off limits. Um, yes, I'm talking about Guns N' Roses, folks. I went with Rocket Queen. Look up the lyrics. Oh, so if I had to go with, if, if you're asking me to go with a inappropriate Guns N' Roses wedding song, I'd probably go with November Rain. Yeah, but have you read the lyrics to Rocket Queen? <laughs> I have not. Give it a look, see. Okay. You, have you heard this? Have you heard the screaming in the background? If you listen really closely. Yeah. Since what you're hearing is actual infidelity. <laughs> hey guys, we've got to stop slapping these nuts for just a moment to take a commercial break. And we're back for more 100% pure slap nuttery. Yes. Oh, okay. Caught, caught on the recording. Mm -hmm. Oh, so. excellent! I love this. Well, I love everything about this. So to round out the list, I needed something that summarized everything we were looking for that was poetic, that was innovative, and talked about penises. So I'm going to close out this list with Flight of the Concords, Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor. Thank you. <laughs> too many dicks. Too many dicks. <laughs> All right. So, T, to round up this one, what are we going for on your list? All right. Just one honorable mention on this one. I actually thought we were about to pick one of mine off, but you, you didn't. So we'll, we'll get oh, to that geez. one in just a second. As honorable mention, I have Jimi Hendrix. Hey, Joe. Nice. Since, <laughs> about, since the chick clearly gets gets killed. Where are you going with that gun in your I hand? I took right? my gun. I shot her. Stop, my old lady. Okay. Yeah. Good, good choice. Number five. Oh, now I know which one you're thinking of. For number five, this would be especially applicable if you're marrying a woman named Tina and she has bride name, bride maids name. Brenda and Lisa, and that would be <laughs> Big Old Butt by Lil Cool J. Okay. Tina got a big old butt. Lisa got a big old butt. Brenda got a big old butt. I thought you were going to go with Baby Got Back. And Lisa got but, a big old butt. Which, by the way, did you ever watch the World Series of Pop Culture with Pat Kiernan? That's so good. Travis? I don't think so. Okay. So the World Series of Pop Culture, Pat Kiernan is actually a well-respected journalist. I think he works for New York One, which is like the big news station there. And so he was doing this thing called the World Series of Pop Culture. He is so straight-laced. You know what I'm saying? Like Ted Koppelisk, right. like he is here to deliver the news. So he was doing the World Series of Pop Culture and <laughs> he has to do that. He had to read the lyrics to that song. And uh, Will is going to do his impression of that right now. Yeah, it was... But I, read but the lyrics I, and you name the song. But I, I will do the interjection, okay? Mm -hmm. So go for it's, it. He's like, okay, you name the song, here are the lyrics. Lisa got a big old butt. Sandra got a big old butt. Denise got a big old butt. Mm, excuse me, can you please repeat the question? It's within your rights in the game. Lisa got a big old butt. <laughs> Sandra got a big old butt. 
Denise it got was, a big old butt. It was amazing. <laughs> Theater of the mind, everyone. Yeah, God, art. Okay, continue. Roll on, sir. Number four, weighing in at 19 stone, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Whole Lot of Rosie by ACDC. <laughs> nice. Whole <laughs> oh, Lot which, uh, if you're not familiar with oh, it, uh, it's about a uh, it's about a relationship that Bon Scott had with an obese sex worker in Australia. A fleeting relationship. Mm-hmm. 42, 39, <laughs> 56. Let's see. Coming up next is the song I thought you were going to pick off on me, Will. And that would be Guns N' Roses from the GNR Live album. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. But I had to kill her. Yeah. She bitched so much. She drove me nuts. And now we're both happier this way. All right. To put her six feet under. But I can still hear her complain. Is that it? Is that your list? I think I'm up to number two now. And I'm going to go with Rodney Carrington, Sing You Bastards slash Burning Sensation When I Pee. Okay. I don't don't know the song, but (laughs) if it's, but if it's, the lyrics are in the title. I can understand why that would probably be frowned upon. I love Rodney Carrington. Yes, oh. I'm going to. Yes, dear. I'm going to give you this ring and chlamydia. That's brilliant. Oh, well, basically, he, he paints a picture of this lady who's not terribly attractive. She had a gap between her two front teeth. You could drive a truck through breath like a trash can dumpster that would kill you. She drove a 1973 Chevy Blazer in her legs and armpits. Never seen a razor. She had curlers in her hair. Window rolled down, dip the snuff, spit on the ground. Drunk as I was, that woman looked good to me. But now I got this burning sensation. When I pee. When I pee. (laughs) Nobel Prize, man. Nobel Prize. And number one, you could actually take your pick of uh, two songs by a uh, Texas singer-songwriter favorite of mine. That being Charlie Robinson. You could do either the wedding song or you're not the best, but you're the best that I can do. I'm going to go with the second option. I'm going to go with the not the best, but the best. Yeah. Well, okay. One. So Hang on. Are they the both? wedding song um, is he and I think this the album version is he and Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks singing it. And essentially they both oh, wow. sing parts and they're they're telling each other, you know, you've gotten really fat. But ergo, since I have too, probably can't really do any better weddings. You know, our, our lives together will be okay, I guess. That's the wedding. That's the basic gist of the wedding song. You're not the best. You're the best I could do is pretty self-explanatory. Not one you'd want to play as you prepare to commit your life to someone. You're not the best, but you're the best that I can do. So, so that's what we're going to play. Once I had a little girl as pretty as I have known. Lord, you know I loved her so, and then she left me all alone. And I swore here on this bar stool, I'd never make that mistake again. You ain't so fine, but you're all mine, and I love you till the end. So, darling, don't you worry, cause they say that love is blind. Lust has eyes like an eagle, it's gonna drive. But you're the best that I can do You know, a pretty girl, she'll leave you Leave you to drown in your own tears You know, an ugly girl Well, she'll leave you too, but then again, who really cares? And them eyes of blue, they cannot be true. They'll have to stay here in my dreams. 
And I guess that's why old Hugh Hefner invented Playboy magazine. So sit down here beside me, girl, and I will tell you what we will do. We're gonna twist them lids and hope our kids look more like me than you. And when that bottle is finally empty, we're gonna tumble across the floor. And I'm gonna pray my imagination is gonna pull me through once more. But you're the best that I can do You're not the best But you're the best that I can do Yeah, I can see why you would pick that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh-huh. We're going to twist them lids and hope our kids look more like me than you. It's it's almost like, oh God, it's Jimmy something, but it's ugly women. If you want to be happy for the rest of oh, your yeah. life, never make a pretty woman. You're what? Yeah, it's kind of on par with that. But it involved jacking off while you look at Playboy and shutting your eyes and pretending she's someone else and getting uh, drunk. Yeah. And getting very drunk. Which yes. I don't think that feel-good, doo-woppy song from the 60s did. But yeah, anyway, there's Charlie. He's awesome. Check him out if you're not familiar. All right. So the next thing that we are doing is Milestone songs. This is my brother's pick for this month. Yeah, as weddings are milestones, he, he took a different angle and kind of figured out what were different milestones and so it was your birthday the day you were born the year that you were born your 13th birthday your 18th birthday and high school graduation and then the day we got married okay so who's going first on this one i'll go first on this one so for my birthday i was born in november of 1974 had i been born on time the the song that would have been number one when I was born would have been Then Came You by Dionne Warwick. But I was born, I was born two weeks late. So And you never caught up. I've never caught up. That's perpetually been the story of my life ever since. <laughs> How are you late for Ted Koppel? How? That was one thing Ted I made Cop- it I made it on time for that one. That's one thing I made extra sure I was on time for. But number one on my actual day of birth was Whatever Gets You Through the Night by John and Yoko. Oh wow. I mean, fair. And the thing is, I skimmed other charts to see if I could find better offerings like R&B charts, country charts. A couple of times I did. Most of the times I did. All of mine are not, not many of mine are very good. I'll just tell you up front. On my 13th birthday, the number one song was I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that song. From 1987. I love that song. It's a remake. Oh, yes, yes. It's a remake, obviously. Sure. Remake, yep. And I thought Tiffany was super hot and everything. But I mean, other than that, that's not many redeeming qualities to be found there. Uh, my 18th birthday, hilariously, the number one song was How Do You Talk to an Angel by The Heights? The Heights! <laughs> yes! How do you talk to an angel? So, I love that song oh, so For those much. who don't remember, The Heights was a very, very short-lived TV show on Fox about a band this was the fictional band's song it was apparently actually sung by an artist named jamie walters it hit number one the week it dropped out of number one the tv show was canceled it wasn't a very Which good show amazing. i think the song lasted longer than the show did the song was better than the <laughs> yes, show. it did yeah i would tell you of note the number one country song on my 18th birthday was no one else on earth by winona oh that's a good oh, song. so that's actually a pretty good song i would say 
the day that I graduated from high school, which I believe was June 3rd, 1993, the number one song was That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Good song. Oh, yeah. And I looked. Number one country song was good, too. She Used to Be Mine by Brooks and Dunn. So I wanted to throw that one in. The day I graduated from college, for some reason, doesn't seem like near as big a deal to me as when I graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> so it's much less esteem than I did my high school graduation day. But the number one song that day on the pop charts was The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. That's a good oh. song. And the number one country song was This Kiss by Faith Hill. That's a good song, yeah. too. And the number one. That's a really good song. The number song. one song the day that. Married was Umbrella by Rihanna and Jay-Z. Which I still refuse to listen to. <laughs> yep, you've never heard the whole song, right? <clears throat> never heard the whole song. That's my list. At this point, it's just principle. <laughs> All right. Will's playing the milestone song this time yes, around. I so I will take my list in hand. And my list pretty much sucks. All all of them suck. Because my birthday, the day of my birth, September 29th, 1979, was My Sharona by The Knack, which is <laughs> a such creepy. a creepy song. It doesn't sound creepy until you actually read the lyrics. That's when the problem kicks yes. in. Because such as it is, oh, you're just, I always, I always get it up for yeah, the it's... touch of the younger kind. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. No. My 13th birthday is the only kind of like one that I'm like, okay, which was Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. So my high school graduation actually happened before my 18th birthday. So my high school graduation was the first night by Monica, which I don't know if I, I know that, but that it's one. funny that you... I don't remember the song. I don't either. I'm not going to say it sucks because I don't know it. So, but Monica, Monica and Brandy doing The Boy Is Mine, both of them have amazing voices. So it's probably a good song. My 18th birthday was the Four Seasons of Loneliness by Boys to Men. Okay. I don't know that one either, actually. Like Boys to Men, though. I, I love Boys to Men. I've to pop music by this time. So I'm just, yeah, I'm probably not going to know many going forward. Uh, I think I stopped listening to, I haven't listened to the radio in years. <laughs> I have an app on my phone which lets me listen to 1010 Win, which is a radio station about New York that you can only get if you're outside of New York. So Which that's terrible in New York. That's my that's my my radio station and uh, KFI AM six forty because they have coast to coast uh, and that's those are the two radio stations that I would listen to if I had radio. But yeah, no, I I stopped listening to radio in about I think two thousand ten two thousand eleven ish somewhere around there. Does anybody still carry the uh, overnight trucker network show? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I'm in bed by like eleven, so I don't know. There used to be some station where I could pick it up when I, I would be driving home like way late. It was the Overnight Trucker Network. And basically, like, they would play Red Sobine records and talk about how expensive gas was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't hear that. Okay, now here's the thing. You guys graduated college, right? So you guys have on your list the song that was popular when you graduated college. LD here didn't graduate college. I dropped out and... Went to a different college and then dropped out of that one. I believe that I've gone to enough colleges where I could have my PhD in something, but I never finished. Uh, and the problem is I keep getting work in my field without the degree. And so I keep going for the degree and then I'm like, dang it, I'm so close. But I've never, I've never graduated. So I actually chose the song that changed. I chose the song from the date that I feel like my life kind of changed, which was... September 7th, 2001, because this is the song that was number one when I landed in New York City. And that song is I'm Real by Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule. Okay. Oh, wow. It, your life changed uh, on September 7th, and then the entire world did four days later. But yeah, uh, we've done episodes about that. And I don't know if mom's ever been more freaked out. Like, I legitimately don't know if mom's ever been more freaked out than like, not knowing where I was right. that day. Yeah. And then the other day that changed my life, you know, I was able to, I get, I get like super excited. I guess if you ever had to go to the hospital, I could be there with you because we signed paperwork that I was your spouse, I guess, Mr. Will the Thrill. Yeah, that happened. See, yeah. And here's the funny thing. You got one song that was number one the day we got married. I got different song. So I don't For know sure. who's right. Two songs came up for this one when I checked. Yeah. So I'm going to, I picked one and you're going to take the other one because I chose Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO because we got married ah. on 
August the 13th of 2011. You left me with a great music video, and I thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. And then so that is like my milestone songs. I'm going to say none of them are real bangers to me. I'm kind nope. of bummed. Nope. I mean, those, they're, those, they're good that songs. Was, that, was, that was a middling lot at best, but so were mine. It really was. Like, it's kind of sad. I mean, and don't get me wrong. They're not bad songs. They're just not the greatest. They're not like, what was the number one song when you graduated? It was Vitamin C, the graduation song, or Boz Lerman, Wear Sunscreen. It wasn't anything that cool. Like, Sunscreen came out the next year. and then It was I Still Believe by Tim Capello. God's. Anyway, what's your list, honey? Go ahead. Where's your list? All right. So I'm batting ninth on this one. I think you guys are going to like my list. It's it's good for some chuckles here. So I take you back June 9th, 1979. We were just there. Yeah, it feels like we were just there. I share my birthday with a lot of cool people, but that's not the point. If I had been born one week to the day earlier, my song would have been Hot Stuff by Donna Summer, which would have been yeah. awesome. It wasn't. Uh, instead, I got Love You Inside Out by the Bee Gees. Again, not a bad song. So I'll take that one. Really, when you get right down to it, who doesn't really, who doesn't love the Bee Gees? Come on. Exactly. It's the Bee Gees. 13 years later on the day of my birth, the song that was number one was Jump by Criss Cross. Oh, see, that's a good wiggity, wiggity, song. Wiggity, 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 At least that's a... Yep. Criss Cross will make you. Jump, jump, jump. 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 But Daddy Mac will yep. make you. I, I rang in 13 with Criss Cross. Daddy will make you. I don't know the... Ex- jump, jump. <laughs> Uh-huh. While uh-huh. I don't know the exact day I graduated high school, my research has pinned down one song that was popular, was number one for several weeks, and then it switched out and then came back. And that was actually Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, I'll Be Missing You. Uh, that's a good song. That's yeah, a, it's it a sad. Is. It is a sad song, though, it because it was about Notorious B.I.G.'s death. Correct. Yeah. I graduated college on May 14th, 2001. And my song, if you've ever doubted the staying power of this artist, they have appeared on TJ's list. It is the great Janet Jackson, and the song was All For You. Wow. That's a good song. That's a good song. It is. Again, LD pointed out that we were wed on August 13th of 2011, and two songs came up. LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem, which is pretty cool. But again, one of my favorite music videos of all time, the other song that came up was Katy Perry's Last Friday Night. Which, if you haven't seen that video, <laughs> it is hilarious. It's it is one of the funniest song. music videos ever. It is. The song is okay. The music video is amazing. Yeah. The song's average. The, the video is fantastic. There are a ton of cameos. It's so funny. Definitely worth a watch. And I did skip over an important day there. The day that I turned 18. I could buy cigarettes. I could vote. I could join the military. What happened on that day? Well, the number one song was just carrying over from hitting number one on the weekend. My birthday, when I turned 18, was on a Monday. And that song is the one I'm going to play because, LD, this is for you. This one was penned by Taylor, Zach, and Isaac. The number one song on my birthday was Mbop by Hanson. <laughs>
There you go, Aldi. Uh, yeah, it's just such a good song. It's so good. And I think I still remember all the words after all this time. Uh, 1997, June 9th. That was produced number one, folks. by the Dust Brothers. Which is crazy. Yep. And you were saying when we were off mic, but I'm singing. They they have their own beer and it's called Um Hops. Pretty hilarious. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love it. That's All right. Best. So that's that's our whole show, guys. That's it. That's the show. What's what are our thoughts? What are what, what are we our, thinking? Our, I'm, I'm, our, our milestone that songs kind of sucked. That would be my thought, main thought from this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if we had done like number one for the years as opposed to the actual dates, it might have been Maybe. a little bit better. Even then, Maybe. it's just it, yeah, those were just that, that was a pretty sorry lot of songs. I have to be honest with you. When when the towering triumph of mine is God, what whatever gets you through the night? Maybe, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, like if I if I picked the number one song for 1998, which is with the year I turned 18. Oh heck yeah, too close by next. Hell oh, yeah, God, really? That's a great song. The boys, my Brandy, Monica, you're still the one, Shania Twain, like literally anything better. When I graduated high school, just anything doing better. just doing the year. Semi-charmed life. Barbie girl. Bitch. Bop. It was actually the number one song was. Oh, number one song was Candle in the Wind. Oh, nice. 1997. So, yeah, if you go by the year, the songs get better. If you go by the dates, you have that, like, weird, like, remember the song kind of thing. So that's my thought on our birthday. Yeah, our milestones kind of sucked. But the other lists were great. But here's the thing about wedding songs, kids. It's your wedding. Play whatever you want. Be as weird and quirky and think outside the box because the thing is, as a married couple, the people that you are going to have in that church or in that park or in that courtroom are going to love you no matter what you play. And you bring joy to you and your spouse through your music on that day. Don't listen to us. We're a bunch of schmucks that are not even on the radio. We're, we're, on, a, we're on a podcast. So you guys, you do you. Any other thoughts, guys? Yeah, have Danger Zone played in your during your wedding like my cousin did. Wait, is this the during cousin the reception got, or did the, the, did the cousin did the cousin get divorced already? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but they have Danger Zone played on a ukulele. I think that's hilarious. I'm sorry, that's that's pretty brilliant. That's amazing. It was, it was yes, pretty bad. That. <laughs> that's that's amazing. That is a perfect combination of psychotic manic pixie dream girl and just wrong. And I love Everything, it. I'm here for it. Everything's great about that. Everything's perfect about that. Don't ever change. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Our social stuff. If you think that we're doing a great job and you'd like to give us cash, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't. You should just be throwing I know. This is dollar, dollar bills at us, yo. You can do that at our Patreon at patreon.com backslash rock and roll heaven. You'll see that there are a couple of tiers there, including being a guest on one of our slap nuts just like this one. And we had an amazing one with our last Patreon, Phoenix Red. And by the way, Phoenix Red, if you're listening, the Yeah Uh Hum podcast would like to speak to you. So let's figure out how to get you guys together. Is that like the principal wants to speak with you or is that a good thing? <laughs> I think that's the speech and debate team wants you as their president. Don't go to our Twitter because it's it sucks. Our Instagram is Rock and Roll Heaven LT. Our Facebook, Rock and Roll Heaven Pod. Our website is, oh, still not going to say that. And our TikTok is Rock and Roll Heaven Pod. And you can email us at rockandrollheavenlt at gmail.com. Please make sure you also check out all the other awesome Pantheon podcasts, pantheonpodcast.com. If I said those too fast, thank you so much. I am feeling much better and all that information will be in the show notes all right well from all of us here at rock and roll heaven to all of you out there just remember the light at the end of the tunnel may be you because i'm gonna go see aerosmith soon Woo! anyway tj would you care to say anything to the audience spank me with a salmon okay you know what's something nice okay will the thrill Stay golden, pony boys and girls. Oh, wow. Stay golden. Okay. To button this train wreck up, we're going to actually wrap up this episode by playing a song that Will apparently didn't know the actual name of, and that's going to be Blanco Brown's The Get Up. So here it is. I hope you guys enjoy. Use this at your wedding. It'll be a lot of fun. Bye, everyone. Right now, I just need you to get real loose. Get comfortable. Grab your loved ones. Or grab your love partner. And if you're by yourself, no worries. Just follow after.
after me. Yeah. Gonna do the two-step, then cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Gonna throw down, take a sip with it. Now lean back, put your hips in it. Let's have some fun. Uh. To the left, to the left now. To the right, to the right. Now take your left hand and put it on your side. Gonna roll your shoulders, do the slip and slide. This next part's my favorite part, uh, cause it's time to shine. Gonna do the two step, then cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Gonna throw down, take a sip with it. Now lean back, put your head in it. It's simple, you can do it. Slide to the left, slide to the right. Now cool down, have a good time. Slide to the left, slide to the right. Do the butterfly, have a good time. Round, round, round around you go. It's time to show out right now and take to the floor. Gonna do the two step, then cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 